Okay, welcome everybody to the review of Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Before anybody says, yes, yes, I just saw it. Darkwave is also joining me. Darkwave. Hello everybody, what's up? Oh my god. First thing I want to say off the bat. I, uh, I like the new design, you know, compared to the old one. Because that, that old one, had they released a the movie, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. What you mean, man? Your design was the creme at a creme. That old design looked like somebody who never played Sonic the Hedgehog tried to create Sonic the Hedgehog. What you mean? The old design was the best thing of all time. Yeah, it literally looked like somebody had, you know, no clue on what uh, on what life is and decided to piss off the internet get shocked that they pissed off the internet and then yeah so yeah that being said let's get started with this one uh, I believe spoilers will be included in this uh, uh, there will be a lot of spoilers because we're going to talk about the movie uh, first things first um, I, like the, I like the amount of easter eggs in this movie they were numerous and uh, especially for Sonic fans like yourself you know me and you we're huge Sonic fans. I know you're not a Sonic fan right now because of what Sega is currently doing to you, to Sonic and Knuckles. But I just want to ask you a question, right? Because do you think the next movie would be about Knuckles? I feel like the next movie Knuckles should be the main villain. Well, yes. up until the in- inevitable uh, team up. I uh, I've stated this before on our podcast. I've stated this to many people, and this might be jumping the gun, but I'll just say it since it's on my brain now. The second movie, you can have Robotnik in there, or Eggman, however you want, to, you know, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. But Knuckles needs to should be the main villain ish of that movie, opposing songs until the inevitable team up. The third movie and final movie, which it should be, should be Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Robotnik, and the debuting Metal Sonic. And that's it. I don't want to see Shadow the Hedgehog. I don't want to see any roles. I don't want to see uh, Cream and Cheese. I don't want to see Big the Cat. I don't want to see Espio and uh, Charmy and uh, I can't. Vector. Yeah. I don't want to see those clowns. And I love Team Chaotic. Don't get me wrong, but let, let's keep let's keep it grounded. Let's keep it to the basics. Yeah, just Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, uh, and Eggman, and call it a day. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I was like thinking about it when I watched the whole movie. I was like, yeah, definitely, um, Knuckles should be the main villain of the next movie, considering what happens at the end, and we'll get to it. Uh, so let's start from the beginning. Uh, of course, we saw Baby Sonic, you know, in his uh, Apache Chief shoes, and a lot of people don't know that that the first couple seconds of the area that you see Baby Sonic in is actually the first area of Green Hill Zone, literally recreated one to one with the same loop and everything, and then the ocean right next to it and all that good stuff. I was like, oh damn! Somebody was paying attention to detail on how the levels look, but no one could pay attention to how Sonic looked. How does that make any sense? 
Who knows, man? That is a uh, mystery for another day and another time. Yes, one day, man. We gotta we gotta pontificate the reason on why I don't know. I don't know, bro. That's an entire. <laughs> that is an entire show within itself. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we we would spend hours trying to decipher why was Sonic in such a state. Yeah, it got delayed. That delay did the movie wonders clearly because some reshoots from the commercials you can clearly tell from happened, or some changes from the commercials which made the movie better because uh, some of those reasons would have been dumb. Um, but yeah, Sonic was running. Uh, of course, he ran too fast and got caught by the echidnas. Which, if anybody don't know, it was the same tribe as Knuckles. Hence, why their headdresses look the way they look. That was Knuckles' tribe, so that's why I know for a fact Knuckles is going to appear at some point. He was probably a kid at the point, but you just saw a bunch of echidnas uh, attacking with arrows. Which I was like, arrows though? <laughs> Can't they all just be gliding at them and punching? That's the that's the Easter egg within itself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the Easter egg is the echidnas, and I was surprised it was echidnas. Longtooth, uh, on the other hand, I don't know where the hell she came from, and I was confused when I saw her. I was like, "Wait, who, what Sonic fandom you from?" <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I wonder where she might be in the comics. But I'm not one hundred percent sure on that. I, I, I'm not sure either. And I've read a lot of Sonic comics. I just did not understand it. Um, another Easter egg is the giant ring. Uh, if people don't know that the Sonic in the Sonic universe, or if you played Sonic games. When you either get enough rings and jump in a certain area, or in the first game, if you got to the end of level with 50 rings and you saw a giant ring, you transported to a special stage, which is a, theoretically the same thing, except for they actually put context behind it. So Sonic ended up on Earth with uh, in uh, mm -hmm. Green Hills. Uh, what was the state? They was. Was it San Francisco or was he trying to go to San Francisco? He was going to San it Francisco. It was, it was something. But I also like the fact that they kept showing Mushroom Hill Zone. And I was like, yo. I, I think it was California. Yeah. I think he was just trying to go to San Francisco. But I think he was in California in general. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that, like again, I, the Mushroom Planet, that was Mushroom Hill Zone. So I was like, don't be surprised if Knuckles just pop out the fucking Mushroom Hill Zone and shit. But uh, only people who, who know about Sonic and Knuckles or Sonic 3 would know. Well, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, to be more specific, would know about the Mushroom Hill Zone. That's like one of my favorite levels, man. And, and most people probably don't know. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing people know now is Shadow. And look, man. You know, all, that's know. all people know about Shadow. I know. I understand. Which is, I mean, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. I mean, they weren't born. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> But Shadow had Sega haven't really done a good job. Uh, yeah, pushing. I mean, that, I mean that's that that that's that Sega's that's Sega's problem. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can't, I, I cannot, you know, despite my, you know, my despite. It's not that I hate necessarily Shadow. Yeah, like, you just hate the concept. I hate what I, I hate what I hate what Sega has done with him. Yeah. And honestly, he is at the point now where it's get off my TV. <laughs> but I want people—I want people to understand because people think I'm just, you know, too locked into the past. No, I understand 
everything about Shadow being the popular character. In fact, when he first debuted, he was a very popular character, if not the most popular song character at that time. Probably still is to some people. Um, I was a fan of Shadow back then as well. Yeah. Uh, Knuckles is forever my favorite character, but I was a fan of Shadow. So, don't get me wrong, I understand. Shadow is a fan favorite. Everyone likes Shadow because he's the cool, cool, cool character. But uh, Sega fucked him up. You know, Sega ultimately fucked him up to a point where it can't be repaired. To a point where I don't even want to see him. Because every time I see him, I think about what could have been. Or what should have been. And that was him dying. But, you know, that's that. So don't think... I don't understand. If he... Listen, if he appears in a Sonic movie, I wouldn't be shocked. I just don't want it to happen. Yeah... But Knuckles is next, and they better not just be like Shadow and Knuckles. I'll be like, bruh, Knuckles is next. Well, Give Knuckles his time. Well, people, people are of the assumption that for the second movie, you know, it should be Shadow because Shadow is Sonic's greatest rival. That's not which, the greatest. It's Knuckles. I mean, they're not even rivals to begin with, in my opinion. They're not even rivals. Knuckles, yeah, not Knuckles. Uh, Shadow. They have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Shadow and, and Sonic have really nothing to do with each other. Yeah, because once, yeah, like once it became the Sonic 06, Shadow uh, literally was just doing what he does. And I'm like, okay. I guess somebody thought of the Fast Hedgehog before the actual Fast Hedgehog. But <laughs> moving, yeah. moving on, let's get back to the movie. Um, yeah. So, of course, we meet the humans, which I, I thought personally was going to be the worst part of the movie. Uh, I wasn't really uh, upset by the main character. Uh, what's his name? Totally forgot his name. Uh, I, don't, I know his real name. John Marston, right? James Marston, yes. I don't yeah. remember his character name. Yeah, I remember good. James Marston's name. All right, I'm going to call him Donut Lord because, you know, that's what I'm remembering currently. That's the name that stood out to me because he was called Donut Lord like a million times in that movie. But yeah, Donut Lord was in the movie. Um, of course, he was doing his nonsense. Uh he was playing around in Green Hill Zone, which I was like, oh, it's a small town. That that That's funny. That makes sense. And, of course, his girlfriend, him and his girlfriend, you know, in the house. They're getting married at some point. And uh, I like the fact that they made a bunch of Olive Garden references in this movie. It was pretty funny. It seemed like a Wayne's World-esque type of thing. You know, I've got his family, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And I was like, ha, Olive Garden is actually really good. But that the product placement is is Wayne's World. Like somebody who it's like the person who made Wayne's World did this, like they did with Pepsi, which is fucking hilarious. Um, but moving on, I like the I like the setup and the premise, and I like the fact that when he was just sitting out there, you know, taking speeds and stuff, and Sonic was just messing with him. And I was like, haha, Sonic is just being an asshole, which kind of makes sense. Uh, this Sonic was a, uh, I don't know if he was younger or just the fact that he was just bored. He was just an asshole, you know. Was it because I mean, he was Sonic? Is, I mean, he, he's younger, and of course, he's never really, you know, he's young. Ah, and he probably he doesn't. And he hasn't really come in contact with humans as much, except for kind of, sort of, Donut Lord and his family. So, I mean, ah, it's Sonic. He he he's a, he's practically literally still a kid. I mean, not kid, but you know, yeah. 
he's very he's still immature so like that yeah i know that part um i do like the fact that you know after he was messing with him he was just hopping on the back of this man's car i don't know how he left the quill behind that was a little weird i was like how did he drop a quill he was he, he shouldn't have been able to drop that um of course we see sonic sitting in his cave his cave had so many 90s references it wasn't even funny bro his cave alone he had nike sneakers he was running around in an old maytag washing machine this man had so many goddamn flash comics from the first comic up to like issue like 62 and you read them jokes at mock speed like i wasn't gonna catch that he also had if you pause it a little bit, he had one of the more updated Flash joints. So he had Wally West and Barry Allen in the shit, which is amazing if you if you caught any of that. Um, he had like an old boombox. He had a bunch of stuff. He had a bunch of stuff in that in that cave. It was just a bunch of '90s references. Um, the one thing I know, I was like, I, I could have sworn he would have already had his shoes, but apparently the um, those old trailers were just terrible at their job. Well, I mean, can't steal everything. He's already stolen a lot of shit. Can't steal everything, now, can he? Yeah, yeah. I'll get on the I'll shoes later. This, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna I'll talk about the shoes man. later. We'll have a conversation about those shoes, bro. I, I'm trust me. Uh, oh, did you ever play that game Sonic Mania? Yes. Yeah. Did you notice at the beginning of the movie that it was the Sonic Mania theme? Yeah. Yeah. I I was putting... Like I said, the references to the Easter eggs in this movie was just amazing. Now, moving on. Right? And, of course, after the setup between Sonic, Donut Lord, and all that stuff, Sonic gets lonely playing baseball, which was quite possibly a very funny scene to me. I... I like, this man was playing baseball, and he was moving so fast. It was almost like he was playing with multiple people. Then he got alone and got upset that he was alone, sad, and then ran so fast, he fucking shut the shut America down. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's not possible. Speed is possible. You said what? I mean, speed. Speed is a very powerful thing, sir. Dog, what? Sonic's power is not lightning or EMPs. Well... Apparently now, in the movie verse, if he runs fast enough, he can call the EMPs. I guess that was weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, this man caused a blackout in America. How do you I mean, cause a blackout? It, it could. I mean, it could get worse. He could start rewinding time. No. Flashpoint style. No, no. Let's not. Let's not do that. We don't want this so, yeah, to be rewinding time I'll, by running fast. I'll take EMPs. Over seeing that. Okay, I'll I'll take that. You didn't like the winding scene, did you? Hmm. You didn't like the winding scene in the other movie, did you? The other movie, Justice League. Did you? Oh, like they talking about Justice League. Yeah. I. It was like this. Car. I actually, well, when I rewatched the thing, at first I thought it was a little too much to put in the movie. I still kind of do. Yeah, but it was such a small scale. Yeah, I can see putting it in this movie would give Barry the idea that maybe he can push it even further. Yeah, 
to maybe save his mom. So on one hand, I see put it, why putting it in this movie in a small scale would get Barry's mind thinking he could bring back his mom, which is the whole point of Flashpoint. Um, but on the other hand, I still kind of thought it was a little too early, but at the same time, like I said, he has to have the idea of doing it. So, I mean, if he did it here, you know. Yeah, I get you. But, but, but again, that is non-canon. Yeah. So, who knows what happens. But yeah, Sonic was running fast enough that he caused an EMP, and for me, I was a little confused, but you know, I just went with it. I was like, you know what, let me go with it. And then, for me, the movie starts picking up a little bit more when the government people were talking in that room, and they were talking about bringing in an expert. And I was like, I get it. I, I honestly get it. Like, Dr. Robotnik... In real life, if he was a real life person with his IQ and drone technology and all that good stuff, right? There would be incidents that happen in the world and he would stop them real quick. I get it. And I was like, oh shit, that actually makes sense. He stopped a bunch of situations from happening so you never heard of them, which is pretty cool. Uh, just the other people in the, in the office were just like, man, why we gotta bring this man in here? You know? And yeah. <laughs> Oh man, what was your opinions on Dr. Robotnik, man? Jim Carrey absolutely killed that role, and it, but I felt like it was a, it, you know, it was a, it was a mixture of both menace and comedy. Yeah, which I enjoyed because a lot of times when you see Dr. Eggman slash Robotnik, he's more of the just the goofy comedy, you know. Actually, Not just, just, oh, just getting destroyed. Yeah, to interrupt you, uh-huh. he's like the Shredder mm-hmm. to me. He's more like the Shredder. There are instances where he is funny, but there are certain versions of him that are very evil. But yeah, go ahead and finish. Yes. Um, and the, the, the most evil outside of comics that you'll okay. ever see okay. Robotnik in any Sonic cartoon or anything like that is in the Sonic, the Sonic Saturn or Sonic Saturday morning cartoon show with Sonic, Sally and uh, Tails and Bunny and all of that. That is the the darkest you'll ever see Robot. In fact, that's my favorite incarnation of Robot. Um, this movie, like I said, they, the script, the, the direction of his character not only was it comedy, but the comedy wasn't forced comedy. It felt organic. It felt genuine, and he still kept the the menace, the dark, you know, the menace within him. That's what Robotic is. Robotic is not some comedy geek. He's fucking uh, a fucking menace. Yeah, you know, he's brilliant. Yeah, so I I, I actually like the fact that they kept that essence with him, and just making his comedy moments genuine comedy it wasn't just something forced yeah you know when you watched it you didn't you didn't you didn't cringe at his comedy because you just it felt forced you you watched it because you didn't mind it because it just came off organically which is the best type of comedy yeah and jim carrey man did great like he knew what like he he owned the role 110 percent. it's it was very funny to see him like first of all one of the scenes that had me laughing was when this man was just like, <laughs> he's like, don't sneak up on me. <laughs> he was like, I just want to see. Dr. So was like, I just want to know if you wanted a latte with Ghostman. He was like, of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them. And he had a serious fucking face 
on his face the whole time. But he was complimenting the man and telling him he loves the way he makes his lattes at the same time. I was, I was like, yo, Jim Carrey literally was the best part of this whole movie. Um, oh, yeah, he was. No, there's no question about that. He, he was the best part of the entire movie. Because he knocked it out. Didn't he knock it out? I mean, part? Jim Carrey. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's, it's, not, I mean, it's Jim Carrey, but it's also the writers yeah. of the movie. They could have had, I mean, they could have had Robota just be this, like, comedy geek that everything just failed around him like it does in the cartoons. And he's just a one, you know, a, a one line, one hit done type of guy. No, they made him, you know, menacing. They made him, you know, robotic is smart. We all know that, but you really don't see that nowadays in the in the cartoons. Yeah, but except for the fact that you see him with billions of machines that he made. I mean, yeah, you see him with machines, but I mean, he fell so much in the cartoon. They never. The cartoons never really pushed his genius, yeah. Except for like certain moments in Sonic X, and those, and and that was mainly doing the shadow art, yeah. But in this movie, you you kind of saw it, you know, you you felt, you know, you saw him actually doing shit. That I mean, okay, he's a genius. We're in the cartoons, yeah. He fought with these robots. We know he made them, but yeah. they get destroyed in like two seconds, and they almost feel there's there's no meaning there because he's just a comedy geek. Even the Sonic Boom like cartoon, this, this man, this man, you like, you know his IQ, but like, he's just so funny in the Sonic Boom cartoon. Well, that's because Sonic Boom is a parody of itself, and they know it's bad. So <laughs> they know the game is bad, not the cartoon. Uh, the cartoon is pretty funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, and I liked. I also like Jim uh, Jim Carrey, Doctor Robotnik's first introduction. Him just walking out of the truck. As soon as this man walked out of the truck, he was just gold. And the one thing I said before mm-hmm. the movie even came out, and I said this, I said, why is he skinny? Okay, And I said, you know what? They're probably using the Sonic 06 version of this man. And I was like, okay. He better be good. He better not, he better not be shit. And next thing you know, he was really good. You know? And yep. I didn't care about his weight. I was like, oh shit. Dr. Robotic is usually fat and agile, but Apparently in this joint he's skinny, and well he's been skinny for a while actually. It's his belly that's been fat, but he himself has been skinny for quite some time. Yeah, his if belly, you look back at Song Adventure, he was skinny. Yeah, yeah his, he his, was skinny as shit. His, his legs, his belly skinny. was. Yeah. It, it was just, yeah, his legs, arm, everything is skinny, but his belly. Yeah, he's improper. That's pretty much why they call him Eggman yeah. because his belly was shaped like an egg. Yeah, and the reason why they call him Eggman is because his his robots are shaped like eggs. So yeah, yeah. and. I like how when the first of all, this version of Doctor Robotic literally showed off his genius in point five seconds when this man got off the truck and freaking made fun of the General Bennington or whatever the hell his name was and made him seem like a bitch. Then had his drones go out into the forest, right? Find a footprint, match the footprint, find out what Sonic was. I was like, get the hell out of here! I was like, yeah. <laughs> Was like That's this. what I meant by you know his genius in here outside outside his cartoon version. Yeah, you know you you're seeing what he's doing here, whereas in the cartoons he just randomly appears with whatever, and it's like yeah, and he gets old in two seconds. Yeah. So, and that that you know that was you know when this movie when this movie was coming out, you know I didn't doubt Jim Carrey. 
Yeah. At all. I know Jim Carrey can play the role. It's just, it's not the actor I worry about. It's the script. It's how they have him portraying the character. The actor can only do but so much. Yeah. The and script that he gets and the direction that they want him to be with the character is very important. And Robotnik being this villain, being the top villain in Sonic for the most part, anyway. Yeah. I, actually, very, actually, Lyric. Lyric is the top villain. Well, I'm talking about as far as length. Like, he's the main yeah, yeah, quote, it's, quote it's, villain. It's, it's Lyric. Sonic. Yeah, Lyric. Lyric is from back in time and Sonic went back in time to mess with him so Lyric got frozen and they hate Sonic I mean Sonic Boom is like the greatest Sonic game of all time man you know this how about we don't bring that up (laughs) Robotnik is the main villain of Sonic and portraying him (laughs) like this oh yeah it's it's like first of all when I first and I'm not going to lie to you when I first heard of this movie the first thing I thought of was the Super Mario movie and how shit that was, especially Bowser. And then I got to watch this movie, and I was just like, "Oh, no! This this is one of the best video game movies of all fucking time, period." Um, yes. And he, like I said, Jim Carrey killed it. Doctor Robotnik was was pretty funny and menacing simultaneously. And even when he entered Donut Lord's house, when this man was trying to pretend to be, I believe, a power guy, and walked up in his house, mm-hmm. had the drone secretly go up in the in the in the in the uh, the roof, Sonic disguised as a doll or a ball. I'm trying to remember if he was a ball or whatever. I think it was a ball. Yeah, he was a ball, a furry ball. Which, if people don't know, that's how he does the spin dash. Which he looked quite weird when he first did it, and then like you just saw his eyes peek out of his uh, what's called. I was like, Sonic, you're wearing this, your face is in your ass, but whatever. <laughs> I would never Actually, understand. Actually, I'm thinking about it. I think he was... Now I'm thinking about it. I think he may have been a doll. Now I'm thinking about it. I yeah, think he was a ball. Whatever. He he was pretending to be something in the man uh, attic. And after the fact... Um, uh, shoot. Yeah. After Dr. Robotnik finally found the goddamn quill. <laughs> got punched in the face. I was like, yo, what the fuck? But no, hold up. Yeah. We skipped the whole scene. What is man? Sonic was in this man's garage. Donut Lord's garage. Like, how did he break in there? Why did he break in there? God, as soon as that man walked in there, shot him with the... First of all, I was a little confused. When Donut Lord walked in there with the gun, why didn't Sonic dodge hit the, 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 trink, the trink gun? Because he was visibly shocked and scared and didn't really react. <laughs> he, he just said, uh, I mean, you don't know a lot, you don't, your body doesn't, yeah, your body, when you're afraid and you're shocked, you don't think logically. So you're just like, uh, shit. That's, that's pretty much their version of saying, fuck. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of saying, fuck, he's just like, meow. This man's like, ah! <laughs> Yep. Sonic drop. I'm not gonna lie though. A little small thing here. When he dropped, he dropped with the thing in his leg. So I was like, Sonic, that's gonna hurt. Don't you think? Like 20 minutes. Well, I mean, he doesn't have much of a choice. He's being trained. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But uh, yeah, after you see Sonic, and then you finally see the bottom of this man's shoes, it's all fucked up. 
see this man's toes. I was like, ugh. I've never wanted to see Sonic's toes ever in my life. And I saw Sonic's toes in his shoes and fucked up. And I was like, damn. This man was running in fucked up shoes the whole time. For real? Yeah. Where did he even get those shoes? What he shoes? Only yeah, you're right. He can always steal so much. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how, what shoes he was wearing. I, I didn't really pay attention to that. Yeah. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he's stupid, yo. So yeah, Sonic was. Uh, Sonic finally wakes up. He meets Donut Lord. Donut Lord is confused at how he even knows him. And it was like, yo, you talk to Donuts on a constant basis, all that good stuff. And pretty much how Sonic, when he got tranked, accidentally dropped the bag of rings. In the tower in San Francisco, which was hilarious why he was thinking about San Francisco because, you know, Donut Lord said something about San Francisco, so he dropped it on the tower. I was like, why the specific tower and not a specific place in San Francisco? Um, also, I want to point out that even, even looking back at it, I was like, why can't you just give Sonic like a GPS and tell him to run to San Francisco? He could have done that in seconds. Like he's sir, just, you're not gonna give <laughs> you're not gonna give that thing a GPS when you don't even know who or what it is. Sir. <laughs> you gotta think logically here, sir. You see this creature here, you don't know where it is. It, it could possibly you're you're as scared as anyone. You're scared just seeing this thing because you don't know where it is. Why would you give that thing a GPS? But after he was as running, from it, huh? Don't finish. Don't finish. As if Sonic is gonna probably even know how to follow that damn thing. I mean, after. Sonic knows how to use a phone. After he ran, um, no, after Donut Lord and Sonic ran away from Robotnik, they got into a truck. They got like good five miles down the road and told him that San Francisco was like west. And Sonic ran and came back. First of all, first of all, I like the fact that they paid attention to detail when it came to Sonic and water. I like that. He wasn't if he's not running fast, he's not running on top of the water. He's gonna get. He's gonna sink. He can't swim. I like the fact that they did that. Um, that being said, like this man ran back with the fish and shit on his head. He was mad. I was like, uh, "Why don't you just like direct this man to the proper location? The best way you can. Give him your phone or something. Sonic will be back in like five seconds. But whatever. That was fine by me. I was just like, okay. I guess we wanted to add some runtime to the movie. I'm not saying that's a negative. I was just confused." Because, you know, when they got to the tower, Sonic ran up and down the tower and said he couldn't access the door. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Also. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, first of all, the next part, after Robotnik got punched and he got up, it was super pissed. And Donut Lord made the call to the police station. Um, I like the I like that scene. That scene was f- stupid funny when he was talking to his deputy, and deputy he was like, "Don't tell nobody that you're talking." He's like, "Don't tell nobody that you're talking to me." He was like, "Uh, I think they already know." And the camera pans around the Robotnik and the government people were just standing there. He picks up the phone, and I was like, "Yo, Robotnik." Why you threatening this man because he punched you in the face? Talk about something you, your bully was eating from the straw. Like, bro, what the fuck did you do to that man? Jesus Christ. I mean, that's, 
That's the menacing part, man. <laughs> like you're the last Bro, person. Ball, he the play no games. Yeah, he played no games. Some of the last person I punch you in the face. Yo. And then it finally leads to the bar scene in which I have both positives and negatives about the bar scene. Uh, I'm going to start with the negatives. Uh, when he was playing basketball, Sonic was not in the disguise. So when he threw Sonic, who was balled up, first of all, I don't know how he didn't realize Sonic was in his hands. And then Sonic literally started fucking up the score with the basketball. I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, yo, Sonic, you're not in disguise. People can actively turn around and see a giant blue hedgehog sitting there putting his feet in the pool. You can see a giant blue hedgehog even with his disguise. <laughs> yo, that was hilarious. I mean, it, 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 it really, there's really no disguising Sonic. He, he's, uh, you still see blue. Yeah. He doesn't have any, he doesn't have, there's nothing on him that's remotely human-esque qualities, really. Yeah. So his disguise was—I mean, the original his disguise. His disguise was only really a thing where if you just happen to glance for a quick second, you may think as a kid. Yeah, and it, it was like, he actually look at it. Oh, forty-seven. He just has a disease. I was like, ugh, son. Yeah, if you look at it for like two seconds, you know, for actual like, just look at it with open eyes, you'll say, uh, it's a blue something. Why is it, why is he blue? <laughs> Skin disease, man. But the positives was the rest of the fucking scene, uh, especially him playing around doing a bunch of stuff. And then when that man played darts, I was like, please, why did they give him darts? Everybody knows that that is the most dangerous thing you could do for Sonic the Hedgehog, bro. <laughs> everyone that room should be, everyone that room should be killed. Exactly. <laughs> He did not touch the dartboard, yo. He freaking threw them all, and they ended up everywhere else but the dartboard. I was like, this man just... Like, I'm glad nobody was standing in that area. They would have died, like... Especially the hostess. She should have been dead. Like, she just been on the floor, like... Oh, oh, oh. Um, and then I do like the fact that after uh, the bar fight started off of some nonsense... Um, <laughs> fucking... First of all, the fact that Sonic couldn't break the goddamn bottle... On that guy's head, and actively admitted to him that he was a hedgehog in disguise, was the funniest shit about that scene. And he just started bopping him on the head with the with the joint, like, "Yo, what are you doing, boy?" And it's still, first of all, huh? You know, says Sonic isn't known for his strength. I know, but that's a bottle. Even with any amount of force, it should have broke on a dome piece like that. And he wasn't hitting them like, like. Like fucking tiny hits. He was hitting them multiple times in a row. He's. I was like, wow. The bottle should have already broke by this point. And then Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic slowed that shit down and, and ended up fucking doing what he did to everybody in that. In a. Um, what does it say? Type of scene. Uh, Quicksilver type of scene where he did everything in super fast speed and yeah. everybody. Yeah. Slow mo. The slow mo Quicksilver scene that's in every movie that has a speedster in it. Yep, officially. It has now been in like seven movies after that movie. Mm hmm. Yeah, including the sequels. But yeah, after that scene, like <laughs> that man, <laughs> that man. Oh, Lord, they ran away. 
Now, the next part that had me fucked up is the fact that Robotnik... The fact that Robotnik was like, due to this and this and this, he's over here. I was like, huh? How did he figure out that somebody was over there, Robotnik? Jesus Christ. I was like, this man's genius is on a whole nother level. He hasn't been, he wasn't this smart back in the day. I don't remember Dr. Robotnik being this smart besides building fucking robots. Instead, this man was like, due to this and hit me communicate with him here, it's only been such and such hours, so he's about here. And I was like, huh? Then when this man exactly. said fucking tank, I was like, yo, what is this? It, uh, it looked like a mixture of the boss from Sonic, the first boss from Sonic 2 and something else. I don't really, I couldn't really put my finger on it. Um, also, it looks like the designs for his robots, the main robots were uh, based off of the Sonic 06 designs. You, you notice that? Like they were white and black and like robot I mean, I tried not to think about Sonic 06, but you know, I mean, what, you're what, not wrong. I... No, no, you're not wrong. I try not to think about Sonic 06. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to talk about Sonic 06 again. Uh, I also like the fact that the guy in the bar kind of came up to Robotnik and he was talking about, you know, fighting. And then next, you know, the guy flashed through the window. And I was like, who threw that man through the window? And I went around the scene like three times to realize it was fucking Robotnik. And I was like, what? And this man hits Dr. Stone in the nuts. That shit was really funny. I was just like, yo. You like showed that you're a fucking menace and a jackass in one foul in one quick scene of not only hitting stone in the nuts, but you f- you do a big dude through the window. This is not possible, son. I was like, I like this Robotnik. He's actually quite good. Again, that's why I was like, Jim Carrey killed that joint. Yeah, he just killed it. It I, I, and I guarantee you, some of those scenes were improv, especially the nut shot. That couldn't have been a part of the script, son. This man just said, God. <laughs> Well, <laughs> oh, shit. I wouldn't be surprised if half of it was uh, not improvised when it comes to Jim Carrey's nonsense. Yeah, I, 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 there has to be some scenes that weren't scripted that he improvised and made it better. It, yeah, I wouldn't have done it better myself. But um, the next thing is that car chase, of course, with the tank becoming a smaller road roller, then becoming a one uh, one wheel joint. Then becoming literally a small drone. I was like, this Robotnik is fucking relentless. Jesus Christ. Kind of wish he was shooting guns, though, because he would have probably hit more marks. And then, of course, the little uh, EMPs. I was like, that's pretty cool. You saw that family, and they were driving, and it stopped their car, and they saw everybody drive past. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, I also like the fact that... um, like I said, the references to the bosses, like I know for a fact that the the small drone was a joint from Sonic Advance. It's just colored white, and it looks slightly different. I do wish, I do wish they had the first boss from Sonic One. He had that at some point, like the Wrecking Ball. I wish he had it. It would have been fucking cool. It would have been. I would have liked to see. Honestly, I would like to see a lot of those. Um, but then again, a lot of those bosses. Might come in, you know, second or third one since he's in the actual world now. Yeah, and he has to get a little bit more. And he has to get a little bit more creative with what he's doing. Yeah, he has. So, to. so it like, might uh, some of those might be coming. Yeah, 
and I, and I like the fact that um, they left it off with such potential for that. Um, also, one thing I honestly saw um, when it came to Robotnik, his egg carrier. Now, I I know if you, I know you notice his egg carrier, bro. It is a literally a slightly altered version of the one from from Sonic 06. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do. I do. He's gonna say unfortunately, yeah. And then I realized when I saw his egg carrier, I was like, "This is actually just Sonic 06 Robotnik, just you know, not bad." Because you remember 06 Robotnik was skinny. Yeah, uh, most Robotniks were skinny. No, just I mean, talking about his stomach too. Yes, remember 06 Robotnik? Even his stomach was skinny. He was he he yeah, yeah he, he he lost that weight, which you know people were looking at that joint like, Ugh, what is this? You know, then the greatest villain of all yeah. time, Mephiles, came out of nowhere. Can we not bring him up, please? Okay. I'm looking at Osage Robotnik right now. I'm looking at Osage Robotnik right now. He he still had a, a slight cut, but it wasn't as fat as usual. Yeah, it was more human. It was more humanized than the usual robotics. Yeah, I'm looking at his model right now. He was still fat. It was just that it was more human style instead yeah, of like cartoony. Yeah, he was more human and everything. He was skinnier. Uh, yeah, he reminded me of that Robotnik specifically, and I didn't particularly hate Robotnik, it's just, you know, the graphics and the rest of the game were shit. And when it came to to him, first of all, when this man was in his little thing fucking around with the holographics, that was pretty cool, which led to him dancing, losing his everlasting brains, and then the um Doctor Stone or Stone came out of nowhere with the lattes and scared the dog shit out of him. And then there's the quill. First of all, I don't know why this man put his tongue on the quill. I, I didn't understand that. That was stupid funny. And this man, he's he, he a scientist, man. And then this man offers Stone to put his tongue. And Stone is like, nah, bro. <laughs> oh, good God, that was that was funny. I was like, yo, Stone literally is the secondary driving force behind this man. Like they work very well together. Um. Oh yeah, he had to prescription. He had to get another prescription for his glasses. Does Doctor Robotnik wear glasses? Am I tripping? In this movie? Yeah. No, he does not wear glasses in the movie. He wears goggles. And in the movie, he did wear glasses, and he had to get another prescription. I'm talking about regularly. No, and there's not one moment in that movie he really wears glasses. He wears shades. He wears black shades. Oh yeah, yeah, like the actual Robotnik. Never mind. But yeah, I was looking at. The yeah, but he doesn't Robotnik. wear like. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't wear like prescription glasses. Well, yeah, he had to go get order another pair of glasses after he got punched, which is funny. Um, yeah, it's black shades. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was funny. He just threw his glasses after they were lopsided, and fucking said t- told Stone to order him another one. Um, what else is in this goddamn movie? I'm trying to like remember, but not trying to like be an asshole about remembering and not skip a scene because I did, you know, now spoilers. What else was there? Oh yeah, the quilt. Um, 
when he finally harnessed the power of the quill, I was, I was generally like, oh shit, now this man is gonna finally move fast, and you know, be keeping up with Sonic and you know harness his powers. Then you didn't see Robotic for like a good twenty minutes of the movie. We went straight to JoJo's house. That shit, that scene when he went to uh, Pretzel Lady's sister's house, Joe, uh, the the kid JoJo. For me, I was just like, okay, so Sonic got knocked out after you know he blows up after throwing the. First of all, that part was dumb with Sonic the bomb on the rock and stood there I was like Sonic it's a bomb you know what bombs do bro uh, I don't think he does sir so why did he try to get him to throw it away like if you know it's gonna blow up right and you know this and you're both freaking out this man walks toward the rock scrapes it off of the rock and stands there hey man that is called terrible writing yeah, that was literally terrible. I was like, Sonic, you know it's a bomb. You know it's going to blow up. And you stood in one spot. And you let the bomb blow you up. And now you're knocked out. In which he ends up in the house laid down. And then you see the little girl named JoJo. I remember her because her name is JoJo. First of all, <laughs> Pretzel Lady's sister was fucking stupid funny too. Because she was freaking out. She's calling him a terrorist, talking about divorce. And then she saw Sonic and said, JoJo, catch me. It fainted. <laughs> yep. She was also trying to get him to break up and stuff. Yeah, that shit was stupid, yo. And then when you come back to her, she's in a chair. And I was like, yo, what? And her daughter's running around. She's like, JoJo, untie me. Jo- hey, I got to use the bathroom. I was just like, what? What is happening in this movie? Honestly, I thought that whole scene was improvised. I don't think that was that was a part of the script. That that's why I said I like I like that part. Um, and then we get to the most iconic part of the movie, arguably, uh, some of the most iconic parts of the movie. Um, when JoJo goes upstairs and gets the shoes. Now, for this first things first, I have you know slight gripes with the shoes thing. I was like. Who has fucking red and white shoes just laying around? How did they act magically end up Sonic size? And what? What? <laughs> I was like, you couldn't give him the one with the buckle on it. You had to give him the Sonic uh, Adventure Two shoes. That he yeah, had a mixture. Doesn't like Sonic. I mean, he had a mixture of the Sonic Adventure Two shoes and the Sonic. Hold up, what other Sonic game? There was. It was a mixture of two different shoes. It wasn't just the Sonic uh, Adventure 2 shoes. I'm surprised you paid this much attention to shoes. Bro. When he got the... First of all... Sonic... What do you define Sonic by, bro? I mean, I don't really... I've never really cared about his shoes. Bro. Sonic is literally a hedgehog... Who has gloves and shoes on? One of the most iconic things that this man has, besides his speed. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't really pay attention to the way his shoes look. As long as they're the right color, I never gave a shit. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's what you mean. Why did you just say that? Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Like I never his shoes. Mm-hmm. As long as his shoes are, you know, properly done as far as the color. 
and at least some of his designs, you know, from the previous good games, like the original or the adventure games, I tend to be fine with them. Now, they were like, black! <laughs> or, you know, they were like fucking, uh, had skates at the bottom of them. I forgot what those shoes are called. Um, I forgot. I forgot too, but, like, that would have been a little weird. Well, had some... Yeah, but I'm just saying, something like that, you know, or if it was like, Air Jordans, and they try to make some like 18s with like Sonic shoes or some shit like that. Yeah, I probably would have had an issue with it. But I mean, Nike shoes. He had to think this is a more grounded Sonic verse because you still don't know. Ever, you never really know where he got sneakers from. You know, he never. There's no real stores or sneakers in his world, or there shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, that that goes for all the characters. I mean. And it goes for all the characters. Uh, Taylor wears shoes. Uh, Knuckles wears two. Knuckles has probably the most, the most interesting pair of shoes of them all. Why you say that? He has shoes. Where, he has shoes. And his shoes where his shoestrings would be have metal plates on them. <laughs> True. True. So he probably has the most interesting shoes around. But you know, in this, but you know, we never know where he gets shoes from anyway. So, him getting shoes from that, him just getting shoes in, you know, that world, as long as they're the right color, I never had an issue, and I didn't care, really, I didn't really pay too much detail to them, as long as they were the right color, Yeah, and they weren't fucking stupid, you know, as long as it wasn't something that I looked at and be like, why? Yeah, I like. I looked the at them. Like, yeah, they were they were um they were a mixture of Sonic's newer shoes and the Sonic Adventure too. I just wish he had the buckled ones. I would have been like, "Ooh, that's very amazing." But no, I see he didn't have the ones with the buckles. Those are my favorite versions. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was like, okay, so he got the shoes. Then this man is able to run around. First of all, after he gets salts into his system, runs around like a maniac. And then Pretzel Lady starts freaking out. And then they take Pretzel Lady's sister's car. And the part that had me very confused is the fact that they let Sonic drive the car. Why did they do that? <laughs> um, That, my friend, I can't tell you. <laughs> Of course, they got to the the place they needed to go. Um, got the name of the building. They walk in the building. Sonic, you know, he scans the building. He can't get access to the roof. And I was like, just run up the wall. Just, just run up the wall, Sonic. But then I was like, oh, shit. No, Sonic can't run up the wall yet because he's not that good at his powers yet. Exactly. I don't know exactly the state. I don't know what part of California is from. I can't remember off the top of my head. That's right, you do that research, boy. It's like, uh, call the police, you fiends. Yeah. What was the last thing you heard me say? That robot, uh, that robotic. You were talking about how he just disappeared. Okay, yeah, my my thing got disconnected. But yeah, like I was saying, it's, uh, how he appeared. And I remembered back in the movie, I, I shouldn't be surprised that he knows how to find them. Why was I even remotely surprised that he found them again? And this man had about a, had about a billion and one goddamn machines. And I do like the fact that Sonic slowed down time when he had all the machines fire the missiles and the bullets at them. And 
I like the fact that this man was just, you know, taking his time to robots, and you saw Robotnik's finger just ever so moving so slow to the button while he was in his egg carrier. And it was pretty cool how this man um, figured out to use the power of that. He just flies up, and everything is still in slow motion. He's moving as fast as Sonic. And I was like, huh, that's pretty. That's a pretty unique version of, of Dr. Robotnik, you know? I've never seen that robotic move as fast as Sonic. I'm not gonna lie to you. And then I remembered um What was the name of that game? The 3DS version? With Blaze in it? Oh. Oh my god. I don't I I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't fucking remember. I remember that game with the last boss was Robotnik and Nega Robotnik. Nega N E G A Robotnik. I, I I thought I I don't know what I just said. Whatever. Nega Robotnik. And y'all were fighting them on that machine, and I was like, "Oh shit, y'all were moving fast." But this is the first time Robotnik is not super using uh, Chaos Emeralds to his advantage, and it's just moving really fast with Sonic's quill and Sonic's power, which is pretty cool. And you know, the sequence of events after Sonic threw the ring and Sonic—I mean, Tom and Pretzel Lady—ended up back in the uh, in the barn in Green Hills. Was pretty cool, you know. They, they, first of all, they should not, they shouldn't be okay. They should have been hurt slightly because they were falling and then they flew into a barn into a stack of hay. The hay may have softened it a little bit, but technically they fell and did not lose momentum. Did you notice? Yeah, they should have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, I noticed that. A lot of inconsistency was in that movie, to be honest, but I mean. It's Sonic. What do you expect? Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's some inconsistencies where I was just like, uh, okay. Again, he could have, he could have ran up the whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I was like, you guys just fell from a like twenty feet building or fifty feet tall building, and you went through a ring and you were still flying backwards. There's no possible way you're not hurt in the slightest or even slightly hurt. And then becomes a chase sequence with Dr. Robotic versus Sonic, which led back to the beginning of the movie, spoilers, where Sonic was talking to us and you like, I, wa- I wondered, uh, you guys probably wonder how I ended up in this situation. And I was like, oh my God, why did they do this? This is literally the Deadpool thing again. You know, where, you know, it starts off something, it goes back and it comes back. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. You just made Deadpool again. And then Harley Quinn did the same thing. But it happened again. Where you're talking to me the whole time and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. But the difference between this movie and Harley Quinn movie is this movie is clearly a better movie. And betterly paced and everything. And this is a kid's movie versus the Harley Quinn movie, which is not in a shitty movie. Um... I mean, most of, I mean, kid movies aren't, I mean, most kid movies are actually better than most of these so-called adult-rated movies. Really? Period, so, I mean, considering what we get, I mean, Suicide Squad was not that good. It was uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, God. Wonder Woman 84 was not good. Yeah, that, no editing so, could make that movie better. There were so many inconsistencies. <sighs> Let's not talk about it right now. We, we we would literally make this podcast five hours if we go back and talk about it. We did the review. Me and uh, Dark, uh, Galactic did the review on 84. 
And yeah, we we talked about every inconsistent shit with that movie. Um, so like I said, back to what we were saying, we talked about the 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 chase, and the chase is pretty cool. How it kept ended up in multiple places that Sonic kept thinking of, and Sonic was genuinely surprised that you know somebody was moving as fast as him, and I was surprised that Robotnik was able to you know not kind of get hurt off of moving that fast because that's not humanly possible you know I'm not going to lie to you yep. it's, it's not humanly possible and that robotic last I checked was a human being and he's moving at Mach 5 and I'm like yo you'd be dead right now what is happening <laughs> and I was like you're moving as fast as Sonic you're going through places you are destroying property you destroyed the top of a pyramid you actively did this and I'm like, you are officially a war criminal, man. What are you doing? You're shooting the wall of China. You're shooting up multiple places. You you are becoming a war criminal. Um, oh, I also like the fact that his suit finally went from black to red, which, you know, Dr. Robotic wears red and black, not just black and black. You know, he wears mm-hmm. black jacket. I like the fact that... And then I realized that he just turned his suit inside out. And I was like, ah! That makes sense, because the other one had the red insides. Or, uh, I don't know if I'm tripping. Because I, I, last time I saw it, he walked out the truck. Am I right on that one? Did he just reverse the suit, or is it... Say that again? Did he just reverse his black jacket? Because I remember seeing when he walked out the truck in the beginning, you saw the red inside the jacket. Or I don't think that's right. It was probably just a whole different outfit. Okay, yeah. So this man was wearing this, his, his iconic colors... And I was like, oh shit. He's wearing his iconic colors and shit. Yeah. All right. And of course, this is the boss fight. This final boss fight of the game, you know? So, except for it's a movie. And it was, again, the chase was, was pretty cool. It, some parts is a little inconsistent uh, when it comes to chase. Uh, Dr. Robotic should have been considered a war criminal at that point because he was actively firing in, in a civilian zone. He was doing a bunch of shit. Then this man. Where did he hit Sonic? He hit Sonic when he was on the top of the pyramid, or was it some? When when did he hit Sonic again? If you can recall, uh, probably the like right before they went back to the town. I think it was. Yeah, I forgot what Sonic was running up, running on when he hit him. Finally hit him. Probably the pyramid or a building or something. Yeah, it was something. Well, he finally hit it Sonic. Like, it's were... Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was right before they went back to the normal. Yeah, it was before you went back to the normal joint. Yeah. And it was Sonic freaking lands and lays down for like a good minute. And then you see Donut Lord finally end up on the back of this man's jet, yells, and punches Robotnik. And then the part that had me fucked up, and I'm not going to lie to you, is that Robotnik started throwing hands back at this man. I was like, what the fuck? I've never seen Robotnik throw hands at people, son. He just threw hands at this man. And they were throwing hands on this man's egg carrier. And he threw his, he legit threw this man off after he was like, I'm the donut lord. He threw him off. And then the deputy, yo, first of all, when the deputy shot and missed, I was like, okay, first of all, no, you should have been, how do you miss that? It was clearly a clear shot. Second of all, when the crazy man pulled out the chainsaw, well, that shit was funny as hell. He just, and it's the blue menace. 
that I knew about it. Nobody would believe me. He just ripped up the chainsaw. And the deputy just took his hand and was like, no, no, put put that away. Oh, forgot. Comedy. Comedy at its finest. Yeah, it was actually legit funny. Even at the beginning that I forgot to mention, one of the Easter eggs was the Sanic the Hedgehog that the old man drew <laughs> Sanic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, Sanic. Why did the <laughs> He's like, he looks like this. I was like, bro, that's Sanic. Why did they have a meme in the movie? And it actually fit because he couldn't draw it properly. <laughs> oh, shit. It's <laughs> like, he, he messed up all of this man's bear traps. It was just like, the old man was like, I know you exist. He was like, no, I don't. Go away. I was like, Sonic. You know you're a dick for what you just did, right? I just hope you know you're a dick for this. Oh, shit. Yeah, but... Then after Sonic finally gets up after the town and tries to defend him... Uh, the part that confused me was Sonic's powers. How he was just like... Haha! I now have electric powers. This power belongs to me. It absorbed his quill. His quill's powers to stop Dr. Robotnik from being able to... Speed up, and I was like, maybe, maybe Dark Wave would know what the fuck is happening. Could you explain what was happening? Uh, movie verse, sir. Movie verse. Okay. So that's the be- I mean, that's the best way to. That's pretty much the only way to describe that. So the Sonic business. I mean, if you think about the games, in terms of Sonic's powers, his powers aren't really. I mean, in the games, he just runs fast, and of course, he has his items. Of course, that and, he gets, and he moves at light speed. But, I get it, and but that's yeah, I was like, but, I mean, like even I was just like, I mean, huh? well, in, in in the movie, they made it known that Sonic has you know at least a little bit more than just super speed. So if you're gonna have someone have, if you have something that belongs to someone. Realistically, they should be able to at least be able to gain the energy from it or something. It is his part of his body. So I just looked at that as I just looked at that as a movie, you know, the movie version of Sonic's power. He's able to get hit, you know, able to able to reabsorb what's already his into his body or whatever the case may be. Yeah, okay. I mean, it made sense in terms. It made sense in terms of what the movie presented us. Mm-hmm. You know, it is his power, but I mean, I'm not. As far as like, if you're trying to compare it just from like old school Sonic and stuff, then good luck. Yeah, but was, as far was, as the movie, but yeah, the movie told us that he has. Yeah, and it's tied to his emotions. Uh, yeah, they told us this. Yeah, I, I was just confused that this man. Not only was able to uh, absorb the power, I was like, but what is your power? Is it electricity? Or is it sonic booms or whatever? And then next thing you know, he absorbs it. Now, not going to lie to you, the way this man beats Robotnik, I was like, ah, they should have reserved that ass, that type of ass whooping for, you know, like a sequel when he turned supersonic, because that's what he did. He technically did a supersonic beatdown. If you can recall, well, he's, um, sorry. 
Huh? Robotnik probably won't be the main villain in the sequel, sir. That Super Sonic beatdown. Well, that's if they even go with the Chaos Symbol, which was, I don't think they will. Oh. But, I don't think they will. I, I think, if you go into Chaos Emeralds, you're going a little bit too deep. That That is not something you can do. I mean, they could do it. I'm not saying they couldn't. Yeah. I mean, they can make it very grounded. Uh, you know, I don't think they will. I just I think that he'll probably sign based off his own power that they gave him. Yeah. And this might be a way to kind of write out the chaos and roots. You know, I mean, if you do chaos and roots, man, that is that that's a lot. That is a lot. Fucking yeah, that was a lot you have to do. I think the logic, my logic with this is the fact that the Sonic Squirrel, his hair, is being kind of like this main thing that Robotnik has. Yeah, I think that's going to be the driving force a for Metal Sonic, and I think a way to maybe not have the chaos, at least not heavily. They may allude to them. But if you do chaos and roots, that is a whole different can of. I mean, you can do it in a way where it's just okay. We have these emeralds, and Robotnik wants them because they power on that. You know, their power in Sonic's world. But we all know chaos and roots are much more than that. Yeah. Uh, and if you do chaos and roots, you gotta have the master emerald, which again, knuckles. That that is a whole another. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know if his ancestors will even be dead at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll that, that's what I'm saying. I hope, I don't want, personally, I know a lot of people disagree. Because uh-huh. Chaos Emeralds have always been integral to Sonic. Yeah. Always. But that's because, that's because you can tell that story in video games. Yeah. You can't tell that story in 90 minutes. There's a lot that goes with the Chaos Emeralds. A lot. Like I said, now you can do the bare, you can do bare basics, yes, but and they might do that. They might do bare basics. Yeah. But I think that the focus, the, the reason for them giving Sonic the power is because I think it'll be that power, him maybe going overcharge or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Which gets him to turn supersonic. And I think you see supersonic in the third film against Metal Sonic as it should be. Okay, well, that would and, be fine. That would be fine. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. That would like metal, like supersonic versus metal sonic. I, I wouldn't complain about that. I mean, I mean that, uh, it has to happen. I think that's what, I think that's what happens in the third film. I, I think you 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 build up. Cause he has the hair still. Remember, at the end he has the hair. Yeah. So if you if they do it right, Knuckle Robotic is still. Let me put Robotic is still the main villain of part two. Yeah, it's just that he enlists Knuckles because Knuckles is Knuckles. Yeah. So the main threat of Sonic for most of the movie will be Knuckles, and then they can team up to maybe take out a robot, uh, Eggman robot or something like that. And then you get another after crash with Robotnik using the hair to power Metal Sonic, um, or or using it somehow some way to power Metal Sonic. Yeah, that was his plan the whole time. Yeah, um, and then the third movie, you get Sonic, Knuckles, Tails fighting Metal Sonic. Metal Sonic dispatches of Tails, dispatches of Sonic, dispatches of Knuckles. But Sonic, being he's main, he's main protagonist, uses his power 
turns to supersonic, everyone is in shock, and, you know, hip hip hooray, and he beats Nelson. And sequentially beats Robotnik. Yeah, that would be cool. And, uh, yeah, because what he did to Robotnik in this game, I mean, this, I, I keep saying game, this movie, was pretty much he beat his ass at mock speeds and knocked him into Mushroom Hill Zone. <laughs> Which resulted yes. in Robotnik, first of all, got getting his proper haircut and looking, getting his proper mustache and uh, using a rock for rock connaissance, which made me say rock connaissance for like three days straight. Gotta do some rock connaissance. Yeah. This man was picking berries. And he got a little, huh? and he got a little bit of a gut at the end if you watch. Yeah, he got a little bit of a belly. He got the Buddha belly. He got everything. And then this man was like, a normal man would be dead. I'll be home by Christmas. I was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> that's proper. Yeah. That's proper setup right there." So technically, it's like a a more beginning beginning humble uh, <clears throat> a beginnings of Doctor Robotnik. And who's gonna help him? Get, and who's gonna list it off and get home? Knuckles. Good old Knuckles, right? And Why? Then, because Knuckles. Hold on. Oh, why are you holding on? I the one thing that after the credits, you know. First of all, the credit scene, uh, the beginning parts of the credits, the first credits, had straight references to straight Sonic bosses from Sonic 1. The, uh, first of all, they showed um, Sonic the Sprite from the Sega Genesis era running you know, through Green Hill Zones and all the zones, even the movie version of Green Hill Zone, to him fighting like a Robotnik as a boss. To him fighting the first boss from Sonic the Hedgehog, which was pretty fun. Uh, I noticed that that was pretty fun. To you know, of course, it going you know through those credits, and then you finally get the scene, the mid-credit scene that people wanted to see. That's how you know this 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 film needs a sequel. Which well, it's sequel is filming, so you say it is. I didn't know you were back. It's already started filming. Oh shit! I've been here. Oh. I never left. Okay. <laughs> I finished with my, I finished with my statement, and you went on. Oh. But the filming is the filming for the second one has already uh, started. Okay, yeah, because this needs a sequel. The logo, they, they, I mean, it's already have a sequel. They've already heard the logo. It's already started filming. Oh shit! Or production, filming production. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles. I mean, it's Knuckles. Sonic and Tails are in the uh, are in the logo, kind of like Sonic Adventure Two. Oh, so it's so, going to be Sonic Adventure 2 because I see Emerald Hill. No. Well, that's not hope. A remix Stop. of Emerald Hill Zone from the game. How about we not get Sonic Adventure 2, please? No. No, no. Sonic. No. It's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog 2, not, not Adventure 2. Possibly. I mean, people think that, and people think that Fire White Knuckles won't be in the movie because Knuckles doesn't appear until Sonic 3. <laughs> um, which. It says. They reported Jason Momoa for the role of Knuckles. Dang, I don't know if that's happening. I, I mean, it could. Hey, hey I'm not going to complain. Um, next, um, Tails. Of course, Tails appeared. And the voice actress for Tails was the actual voice actor from the game. And I was like, uh... So we got the yeah. voice actress for Tails correct, but we couldn't get the Sonic voice actor. Well, Roger Craig Smith is done, so probably why. But the movie was before he was done, though. 
And I'm mad that he's well, I actually yeah. like Roger Craig Smith. Well, it's my favorite one so far. I can't go without. Well, but, which one uh, was your favorite Sonic voice? I mean, you can never beat the original, but what? I do like Sonic Adventures. I do like Sonic Adventures. Well. I'm not saying Roger Craig Smith was bad. He's no. not my favorite Sonic. Look, my favorite Sonic is Roger Craig Smith. The reason why I, like I said, I like uh, the first one. I actually don't it's, mind. I don't mind uh, Jason Griffith's Sonic. Jason, I didn't like Sonic Jason Adventure. Griffith. I didn't like Jason Griffith. I didn't mind it. I didn't, I didn't like it. Cause like, he, he played both Sonic and Shadow. It was just, his voice was just annoying. He did a better, he did, he did a better, sha- he did a better Shadow than Shadow. He did a better Shadow than Sonic. Yeah, he did. Um... And when it came to, of course, some of his mannerisms, I was like, no, I don't like this Sonic. Uh, the original one, I like him second best because, you know. He Do you know first. why Robin Craig Smith is not my favorite Sonic? Why? Because he hasn't had not one good Sonic game. <laughs> Every Sonic game he's been in has been trash. And thus, his voice performance gets gets lost in the trash. Who played the Sonic game? Who played the Generations? Generations was not Roger Craig Smith. Roger I know that. Smith. I know that. That was J- that was Jason Griffith. Yeah, Jason Griffith was from Sonic Adventure two, maybe one, one and two, all the way no, to. No, Jason Griffith was after Heroes. Okay, well, whoever. No, wait. So who talked for him in uh? Who talked for Sonic and Sonic Adventure two? Uh, the original actor. From adventure, from that adventure, from adventure one to him, was the same dude. That wasn't Steve Urkel, sir. Yeah, no, not him. Steve Urkel is not Steve, Steve Urkel. Was the original song? Not Steve Urkel, bro. Oh, I don't mean like the original. That's the original song, bro. I meant from the games, oh, man. Yeah. So who was the first one from the game? Who was it? I, I don't know his name, but the dude who played in Sonic Adventure. Because Jason. Okay, Griffin, how about you look it up? Jason Griffith started in Shadow the Hedgehog, bro. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Jason Griffith started Shadow the Hedgehog through Brawl, through Sonic Unleashed. Of course, he played in... When did Sonic X come out? Sonic X came out in 03. When did Shadow the Hedgehog come out? Shadow the Hedgehog came out in... 05. That came out in 05, right? Yeah. So he was already Sonic by then. He was he was Sonic and Sonic X. Yeah, he was Sonic and Sonic X. So what was his first game? Shadow. Shadow the Hedgehog, sir. So who the fuck was Sonic? Hold on, I'm gonna look at Sonic Adventures cast. Oh shit, the fucking Japanese voice actors. I don't need you Japanese. Oh, okay. Ryan Drummond was Sonic. Yeah, Ryan Drummond was originally Sonic. So that's probably the Sonic I'm talking about then. Yeah, you like whatever the one wasn't. Yeah, I like Roger Craig Smith the most. Even though, yes, Roger Craig Smith was not in a good game, but uh, as I say to everybody, uh, Sega sucks at you know fucking calming the fuck down. I don't know what it was about his voice. His voice, it never felt Sonic like for me. Well, that's the opposite. Maybe because. Maybe because all the Sonic voices had that, like, hyper pitch to it, and to where Roger Craig Smith, no, it wasn't bad by any means. He took it in a better, he took it in a different direction, but Sonic's voice then, it always sounded like, it was, it was of course, older, because he was deeper, but it didn't feel like a Sonic 
he didn't have that like hyperness about the voice. Like Sonic's always had this like lively tempo with his voice. Yeah, and and just in in Roger's voice, it wasn't that it wasn't like I said it wasn't bad whatsoever. It was really good. It just felt like a Sonic that wasn't. It's not like an older Sonic, but Sonic wasn't that old yet. But he didn't act like that old. So a lot of the lines for me, a lot of the lines just didn't come through to me. Because you're playing a Sonic who's, I guess, supposed to be sounding older. Yeah, he sounds like the song. Yeah, but the song that we're getting, I wait, it just didn't come off. It came off like an old man trying to trying to fit in, and that's what it just didn't capture the, I guess. Cause like that's what I like about Ryan Drummond's Shadow of Sonic. That's what I liked about uh, Jason Griffith's Sonic is that you felt the cockiness in every voice he did. Whereas Roger Craig, okay, I'll play this. Roger Craig Smith was more of a cool, laid back Sonic, whereas everyone else's Sonic was more of a cocky, high, strong Sonic. Yeah, I prefer the high, strong, cocky Sonic as opposed to the cool, laid back Sonic. I, I I prefer the Kool Aid back one because you could tell when he's serious, or you could tell. Well, that's why we have Knuckles, and that's why we have Shadow. I don't need high, I don't need five characters. Man. That's why we have. Listen, we have Espio, Knuckles, Shadow. I don't need Song back in the same way. But <laughs> I mean, we have. We already have. I mean, granted, you know, granted, you'll never see. It. You, you, I mean, Espio and uh, Espio is non-existent. You only only a Sonic fan will know who he is. But we have three laid back. I guess you could say Knuckles. We already have like four laid back kind of cool characters. I don't need Sonic adds that. The Sonic is supposed to be that hyper, you know, high tension kind of guy. Cocky, arrogant. <laughs> well, what not say arrogant? Cocky. True. Because he's literally the exact opposite of Knuckles. Yeah. Roger Craig Smith made it sound like almost just the same as Knuckles, but in Sonic. Uh, it wasn't bad. I just didn't prefer it. I didn't like Travis Willingham as Knuckles either, personally. I didn't like that Knuckles either. The, the, the recent Knuckles, I didn't like that Knuckles too much either. I like that Knuckles. It's Sonic Boom version, actually. I'm not going to lie. To be honest, yeah, that's, that's Travis Willingham. He's been Knuckles since after Yugi. The birth after for Yugi, stop. Yeah. He's been Knuckles since then. Again, not a bad job. In fact, very good. But it's something about Yugi's Knuckles that I like. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but then again, we never hear because you heard that voice more boisterous. Whereas the the Travis Willingham's knuckles hasn't had any like boisterous lines, so he doesn't do shit. Yeah, he just talks. Yeah, so you don't know about the, Sonic Forces. Well, <laughs> well, that, that's yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just saying, like, it's, it's the voice in, in the new Sonic in the movie. Yeah, since we were all reviewing the movie. Yeah. I didn't mind his voice at all. In fact, me neither. It's I was. I rather preferred his voice because it feels like Sonic. Like Roger Craig. Like I said, like I said, Roger Craig Smith Sonic was very good. Yeah. And I and I would always accept it. I would never be like never or get it off my. I would always accept it. It's just that it it, it didn't capture to me what I remember of Sonic. It just felt like you could take Roger Craig Smith's voice. Yeah. And put it on a different character, and it'd be fan. It'd be fantastic. Where well, it would be excellent on another character, it's only fantastic on Sonic. If you know what I mean, like it's good on Sonic, but it'd been perfect for someone else. Cause I've been, I'm used to Sonic always having the same that that demeanor 
about his voice. It's been like that since uh, the Steve Urkel guy did it. Yeah. And it's carried on, and he did a lot of Craig Smith. Now, I like his interpretation of it, because Sonic is older. Yeah. I do like his demeanor, but it just doesn't come off to me as Sonic. It comes off to me almost as another. If I was to hear that from a background, I wouldn't know that was Sonic. Basically, is what I'm saying. Like, if, if, if I was to listen to him talk, yeah. and I didn't know what my... Okay, if you were playing a game, and I was in another room, yeah. if I heard Jason Griffith, Ryan Drummond, Steve Urkel, I would instantly know, okay, you're playing something with Sonic. I would hear Roger Craig Smith, and if I didn't know you were actually playing it, I wouldn't know who it is until I walked Yeah. Unless he said a character's name like Tails or Knuckles. <laughs> but just him talking, I wouldn't know. Better than me, because I, I, I am the opposite of you. I, no, I, I actually, from all three, I would I would be able to tell you're playing a Sonic game. Mainly if you're fucking playing one of the older ones, because I'd be like, oh, there's that whiny voice with uh, Jason Griffith. And then there's... No, no, yeah, uh, I can uh, tell him. I'm saying... Yeah, but when it came, yeah. to, when it came to Roger Craig Smith, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I was able to recognize, because his voice is high-pitched, but he also sounds cocky. And you can also tell, like, how he is. It, like, hell, actually, there is a good game with Roger Craig Smith. It's Sonic Colors. I just thought about it. He was in Colors? Yeah. That was Roger? How long ha- what has he done with Sonic? Let me see all his games. But moving back to the... Either movie, way. What, uh... Yeah. What, uh... What would you rate this movie? Mmm... A seven point five. I give it a solid seven point five. I I can't give it. I want to give it. I want to give it an eight. Yeah. But for me to give this an eight, yeah. Personally, I'm one. And the only reason why I'm, I'm not, I need to see how the sequel is going to be. I know it's weird to say that. Yeah. But I need to see how the sequel is because to me, when I know. When I know a trilogy or, a, a, you know, movies are having sequels, yeah, I always hold back on the first movie as far as the score. Yeah. Because if the sequel kind of deviates from the first movie and almost retcons said first movie, then it makes the first movie kind of pointless. Yeah. Thus, it makes the second movie pointless. And thus, the first movie remains as the score I give it based off the movie. I can't give it that extra score for... Just because I'm a Sonic fan. And then the second movie just takes massive drops. So, me, I'm going to give this one a 7.5. I want to give it an 8, but I want to see how the second movie translates from this one. Because this one remains important in the second one in terms of, you know, storytelling. I'm a big story guy. Yeah, same here. So, if, it's, if the story remains good in the second one, because I, I, I'm big. Okay, so, as a movie, it's a 7, really. As a movie. Yeah. The other, the eight, the other point would come to just me being a Sonic fan. Yeah, you can't do that actually. So I get you. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying seven point five because the point five is for me being a Sonic fan. The seven is for the actual movie. I would bump it to an eight if the second one actually enhances the first movie, basically. Because there are movies that can enhance the first one. It'll just make the first one feel that more important. Because then when you go back and watch it again, or if you watch all of them leading up to a movie, it'll make the first one feel so much better because you see the second one and you know what they've built 
yeah. from the first movie. So, depending on how the second one is, it's either an eight or it's a seven. Um, as a movie, it's a seven. But if the second one makes the first one just feel that much more important and that much more consequential, yeah. and you ask me again in two or three years, yeah. then I'll probably bump the first one to an eight. I'm going to have to agree with the 7.5. It is... It, don't get me wrong, it's a great movie. It's not the most perfect movie. It's It has its flaws, of course. Some inconsistencies here or there. Some of the situations would just contrive this shit. And some of the situations of this movie would just like, huh? Downright baffling. But, as a movie, you're right. It it didn't do too much. It's played it safe. It played it safe enough with just the, you know, the, the villain stuff. And it wasn't too much fan service. There are, again, a billion and one Easter eggs in this, in this movie. Uh, hopefully, we was able to name a lot of them, but uh, even naming a lot of the Easter eggs that I could name from the beginning of the movie to, of course, the end, um, I would say it's a 7.5 as well. And if the sequel does well, uh, especially kind of like how the Star Wars you know, movies did it, how Episode 7 went went from like a 7 to like an 8 simply because it was became a better movie off of general principle than the rest of them just were shit. Kind of like that. Hopefully, it the other movies enhance the experience a little bit more to make the movie, uh, the first one, a lot better. Oh, if I was to watch, watch episode seven now, that one goes down to like a to like a six. Oh, uh, Sonic. He was Roger Craig Smith was in Sonic Generations. That's another good Sonic game. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So he was in. Actually, no. Let me put. He was in the very last two good Sonic games, Colors and Generations. And uh, free he life. took over. He took over. He took. I'm talking about actual story games. Yeah, no, no, I'm just messing with Free Riders is a bad game. We all know Free Riders. And, yeah, because Colors was right after. And I'm not including the fucking god awful Wii ones. It was after Heroes. Yeah. So. Yeah, he took over right after Heroes. I think Heroes was Jason Griffith's. Le- well. No, 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 no. Not, not including the game. Not including the Wii ones. Because fuck the yeah, Wii ones. Those are awesome. Not Jason including those. So you got to include After Shadow the Hedgehog. Because Jason Griffith played... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he played some of yeah, the uh, Sonic and Mario games. And he played the original Sonic yeah. from the uh, Brawl. Yeah, he played most... Basically, Robert Craig Smith's first Sonic was colors. That's when he came into the role. Mm-hmm. I was like, it wasn't bad. You know, I, I just prefer Ryan Drummond's a little bit more. Um, but it wasn't bad whatsoever. Sonic it, Heroes it, made, me, made me think that he wasn't the best fit. I'm sorry. When he, especially at the end, when this man was like, "Yeah, we're Sonic Heroes," I was like, what? "We're Sonic Heroes." I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. "Okay, no." But it, it's the cheesiness. It's the cheesiness, man. That that's the one thing about Sonic, though. It's the cheesiness, you know. Nah, there's certain characters. It, it, it's certain characters that the cheesiness of their characters when you've grown up with them for so long. And, and I understand you kind of you, you embrace you embrace that cheesiness. I mean, I, like I said, I embrace Sonic. Listen, I embrace Sonic cheesiness because that's what Sonic's always been. Uh huh. He's always been this kind of cheesy one line of character. Uh huh. And with Roger, it's like they try to make the character better, but it's like it's too late. <laughs> like you can't change Sonic. If you're gonna go that route, then you might as well start giving me Sonic from the comics because that is more believable. Yet you didn't do that. Yeah, you were still trying to give him his cheesy liners, and it. Yeah, we'll see. Like with Roger at the voice, make it Sonic from the comics. Yeah, but but moving on, we can't. We 
yeah, like I said, this movie is a 7.5. Hopefully, the sequel will be better. Knuckles the, Knuckles the Echidna will be in it and a primary part of it. I hope and pray to God that they do not, we don't see Shadow in these movies for a brick. If they're going to do that, there's no be part four. So. Never. No, no. How about no? How about never? There's no reason for it. Like, if you do Shadow, literally, and I mean this wholeheartedly, if we're doing Shadow, there's only one storyline he can do. That's it. And that's and it's literally Song of Mitchell 2. Yeah. Literally. And, 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 but and, and I just thought about was, it. I just thought about it. Never mind. It wouldn't make any sense. Nothing would make sense. I know. Shadow the Hedgehog, period, would make sense. Look. No. Robotnik is from this world. Wow, Sonic is from another world. Yeah. So, Robotnik's grandfather would have had to make a fucking no. anthropomorphic hedgehog, which doesn't make any sense. I mean... What? You wouldn't have known about no anthropomorphic I mean, hedgehog 50 well, years ago. Well... I mean, we don't know how he made a, a cyborg hedgehog anyway, because Sonic is not 50 years old. Exactly. So... You can, but even in the games, he's not fifty years old. So, yeah, no, no, Shadow uh, I mean, technically will never make no, sense. No. Shadow the Hedgehog just complicated his origins a little more, and I don't like uh, it. Um, I, 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 that's that's why he's the ultimate. Listen, the only way you can do Shadow the Hedgehog feasibly, okay? If this this is in the movie verse, I'm more looking at this from the movie verse, okay? Yeah. Somehow, some way, Doctor Robotnik. Or you can even because Sonic had to be born from somebody, right? Yeah. He didn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah. The only way you can feasibly do Shadow is if Gerald Robotnik somehow, some way, got into that world, right? Yeah. And stumbled upon Sonic's parents at some point and decided to create himself a hedgehog. That is the only way. At that point. You can maybe feasible something out of that. I don't want it to happen because yet again, even that storyline doesn't make sense. That part of the story doesn't make sense because Sonic himself is not fifty years old. Shadow was born fifty years ago when Gerald Bonnet was still doing his thing, long before Sonic was even born. So how did Gerald Bonnet think about making a fucking hedgehog, a robot hedgehog at that? Who the hell knows? That's never explained. He wasn't even a robot. He's um, bioengineered. Yeah, bioengineer. Yeah, I'm about to say remember with the chaos emerald, with, Jack, with the power of the chaos with, emerald, with the dark shadow people, and we don't talk about Sonic Shadow the Hedgehog. Well, I I don't listen. That's why I'm sticking to Sonic Adventure Two because if you put <laughs> Shadow in this thing, I'm not putting it. Listen, there's a reason why I never mentioned Shadow the Hedgehog's origin story bullshit from Shadow the Hedgehog because that game storyline in that game was fucking garbage. But if you put Shadow in the movie, the only way you can do that is for somehow, some way. That Gerald Robotnik, Robotnik's grandfather, or, yeah, grandfather, I believe, or great grandfather, one of those Grandfather. Somehow, yeah, somehow, some way, went into that world, yeah. saw some hedgehogs, and decided to manufacture one himself. Yeah. That's it. And somehow, you have to have a Maria, and you have to have Shadow do his thing. You're literally, the only way you can do that is literally tell the Song of Adventure 2 storyline. Of course, it'd be toned down, and you won't put everything into it. But that—that that is the only way you can do that. 
This is why you don't need Shadow in this game or in the movies. There's no feasible, there's no way unless, unless, unless they put him in the movie by having Robotnik create him with Sonic Quill instead of Metal Sonic. Which once again, we will no, no, don't do it. Just, just leave it at no. that. Just leave it at that. You know why? Because he, if they do that, that movie is going to get a zero out of ten. <laughs> he, he, listen, keep, and this is still part of the movie. Bruce, this is my mission. Yeah, keep any other fucking characters away from the movie. I do not need to see Big the Cat, Rouge the Bat, Rouge like Rouge. No rouge, no big the cat, no charmy. The only ones I will take respectfully in this movie, somehow, some way, and I don't believe I'm saying this, is only about three people I will accept from the cast of Sonic. I'll accept an Amy Rose. I, I will. Kind of need her at some point. I'll accept. No, you don't. No, you don't. I will accept her. Either Amy or Sally. One of the two. Preferably Sally, but I'll take Amy. Julia. If you don't know who Julia is, that's Knuckles' actual woman. I'll take her too, because Echidnas exist. Yeah. It, only, it makes sense. I can see her. And the last character I would probably take in the Monotonous of Sonic is, um, oh, God, maybe, I said I didn't want her earlier, but maybe, uh, Cream and Cheese. Only reason because I think one of them has a child, or something like that, if I remember, one of them has a child. I'll take that. Outside of that, and I mean, they need to be big characters. They need to be characters that tells it so happens to know, because he's, obviously, I'm sure he's not a lonely guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Outside that, that, come for Sonic, and I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. If I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Amy, if anyone gets the most screen time out of those three characters, outside of Julia, it's Amy. Because that's the comedy relief of Sonic relationship. That's it. Nothing else. No one else. I don't give a fuck who wants Shadow the Hedgehog. No. Uh, Team Chaotix. No. <laughs> Although I can see that working, I can see them working in Sonic, but no. I mean, um, it could be like an ending credits at part three, like there were the worlds well, or something, and I'd accept it, but not no. I can see Team Chaotix appearing as like a Knuckles thing. Yeah, Knuckles and the Chaotix. Yeah. Um, but no. The thing is, I want this. The, the this is the thing with movies like this. Yeah. And this is why I appreciate the Sonic movie. All this is part of the review of Sonic. Yeah. It's grounded. Yeah. They didn't put in too much. They didn't put in too little. Yeah. They left so hints. The most thing they did, literally the biggest thing they did was show the Echidna clan. That's it. Yeah. That was the biggest thing they've shown in that entire movie. There's no chaos in roots. There's not even a hint of chaos in roots. Good. Tails comes in the last scene for Sonic's big help. Obviously, it's probably been on something with Eggman. He's in their world now. We don't know the timeline in between Eggman and Te Eggman going there and Tails coming here. We don't know. We don't even know if Sonic knows Tails. We don't know. I mean, clearly he doesn't. Who the fuck? 
Yeah, so who knows, right? Either way, I mean, you could know him as a date, you know, the kid, they may hung out, but he'll remember it. But uh, either yeah, way, that would be weird. Either way, okay, it's grounded. Yeah. When you adding in shadow and chaos in roots in a high degree, and even Amy and Sally and Julie and Cream and Cheese and Team Chaotix, you're getting to a point now where you're over where you're oversaturated. Too much quantity. Quality over quantity. Knuckles, Sonic, Knuckles and Tails, Metal Sonic. That's it. Keep it straight, keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, and robotic, you know. Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, Robotnik, Metal Sonic. And the human characters already introduced if you want to keep them in there. That's it. I don't need to see... I don't need to see E-102, <laughs> although he would make sense. Yeah. I don't need to see him. I don't need to see... Sh- Dancer don't need to see Shadow. I damn sure don't need to see... I mean, as much as I like Amy. I don't need to see Amy. I don't need to see him. I don't care. <laughs> Sonic is best at its roots. Yeah. This is why the Sonic movie succeeded. This song movie had every right to be trash. In fact, I thought it would be. And then it we clowned this movie for months. Yeah, oh we yeah, clowned this movie for months. Yeah, because of the state Sonic is in now in gaming. This movie, which I am surprised we have yet to get a Sonic adventure, a Sonic movie game. Yeah, this movie single-handedly is the best thing since Sonic Mania of all Sonic. There's no doubt about that. This movie. Yeah. Keep. The narrative, easy and simple. Yeah. Don't listen to the fans. I get it. The fans are all mad when you call for Shadow, because that's all they fucking know. You need to keep it simple. And if anyone doesn't like what I'm saying about Shadow, I'm sorry. You blame Sega for the terrible writing. I've stated this before. Shadow had the best story of all time. Outside of Knuckles and his past... Shout out to Sovereign 2, best story I ever told outside of comics and, and uh, the knuckles to call and the echidnas. They fucked it and they shit all over it. So no more shadow. Done. Keep the movie verse simple and every movie leading up should get no less than a 7. You know, or improve. You know, less is more in this case. Less is definitely more because my God, okay. Amy. Well, no. <laughs> now we cut all that out. I guess we can go ahead and call it a day on this one. The next review we're gonna do is Godzilla, of course. Yes. And then that one we may have one more person, so that's gonna be fun. Beware of spoilers. The movie is already out. What the Godzilla movie? It came out overseas, so beware of spoilers. There's already people putting up the, putting up fights online, oh. so be warned. I looked at one spoiler. I was interested to see what certain person looked like. That was it. Okay, all right. Well, there's no secret who's in the movie. But. I mean, yeah, but let's not spoil it. Let's go watch it. Let's go watch the movie. We'll all watch the movie, and we will review it, um, hopefully day one or day two. And then this podcast is going to happen on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be, no, on Saturday, it's going to be fucking a lot of rants going on there. But I also wanted to make a quick announcement. We also changed the format of these channels. There's now three. One is going to be the podcast channel, which 
It's going to be called Wild Thing Podcast, which will only have podcasts. This is a review. This ain't a podcast, so this will not be on that channel. Uh, the main channel is going to have reviews and no BS and all that good stuff or anything like that. And then the third channel is just going to be the playthroughs. Like anybody playing a game, you can post to that channel, which I should give everybody the link to that channel if they want gameplay to post on that channel. That being said, I'll catch you all later. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make one announcement since this is mainly my thing. Uh, I did not forget about the anime podcast. Me and my friend have been talking. We want to change the format. We feel like everyone's doing reviews. Uh-huh. Just doing by the numbers of anime. So we're thinking of a different format. I'm thinking of doing more of a uh, discussion type of show where we discuss the issues with the AIC, the anime internet community, and while integrating what we're watching as reviews in that, but also discussing topics. You know, the, the topics that go around on social media. Uh, the problems with certain franchises like the Naruto's and the Bleach, uh, so on and so forth. Something different than just, yeah, we watch Redo of Hiller today and this, 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 that, and the other. I feel like everyone's doing that, especially with Redo of Hiller. It's, yeah. you know, it, it's one of the shows that's getting clout now. It'll, it'll be filled wide out the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that is. That's why it's none that has been coming out. Uh, we'll get back to it soon. Just really trying to think of a different format that just be different. Yeah. Than all the other people in the anime community, I I think first episode I was fine with it, but I felt like everyone does that. You know, everyone just takes a show and they just talk about the episode. And I, I want a little bit more now. I want to deep down because I feel like there's a lot of clowns, a lot of just lost souls in the anime community that just don't know shit. Um, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, because my God. So I think a more discussion type of show. Like a mini podcast of anime discussions might be the new format I'm discussing with my friend. Um, All right. Well, might, might add someone else into it, but All right. we'll let, let that know. know. Yeah, just let me know when you're ready for it. Uh, and, I, of course, I'll do what I have to do. But other than that, we catch you guys later. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye.